All right, so I, I, I pulled a dirty, dirty little trick today, and I'm going to apologize later. I thought of this as I was driving in to work, mm-hmm. because as everybody knows, the Ranger game started at 1 p.m. We, um, every day, for our show, if we're in studio, we meet at 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In our meeting room, there is a television a big one where we watch TV Thank if the you, Rangers Star Power. if the Rangers are on TV guess what's on in our meeting room the Rangers yeah now love see the Rangers he doesn't like it when the Rangers play day games during the week right you know the, i don't either because i like having baseball to watch at night when i get home well i do too but they play in the daytime we're going to have it on Either in there or in here while we're doing the show. Now, the reason I chose today to pull this, because I knew that there wouldn't be much time during the actual show that the game would be on. So I thought it'd be kind of futile to do it then, because we were only looking at about 20, 30 minutes of actual show time where the game was on. But I did know Mm -hmm. that the build-up to the show would be Ranger-based. We would all be sitting in there watching the game for about an hour together. Yes. Now, you... You got to have something pretty big going on to miss a game. Yeah. You got to have a gig or something's going on where because you're you're going to watch every pitch of every game if you have the opportunity. Yeah, I watch most of them. Sure. And I you know, that's great. There are a lot of people just like you out there. There's also a lot of people just like me out there that like to screw with people just like you out there. <laughs> Bastard. So, I knew This that- was sorry. Oh, shut up. Hey, I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm deciding with Michael. You the, the, were cheering when I told you about it. Well, cheering. I thought it was funny, uh, look, but well, yeah, I this, wanted to watch. This wasn't that bad. <laughs> it wasn't. No, it's not that bad, but the audio is what makes it that good. <clears throat> it was harmless. So, anyway, um, I called our engineer. Eric the Eric Red. the Red. Who was our you invited engineer. Eric? Yep. I thought Eric gave you the creeps. He does. Who is our traveling partner on many of these road shows? He's a dear, dear friend of all of ours. And I said, "Hey, he man, gives me the creeps. He I likes have a, to show his penis. I have a very good idea to screw with Mike right. and and Danny, as I put it. Then mm-hmm. I knew I was going to let you know at some point. Yeah. But I was like, I'm going to get there at two o'clock. Why didn't you let me know and take advantage of him? Not as fun. <laughs> Not near as fun. And and you wouldn't have gotten the same reaction from me. Yeah, because he just left and went to Joe Willie's to watch it or something. <laughs> I did. I went to Jake's. Because <laughs> he didn't have to be here till 3.30. So anyway, I call Eric and I say, I know we're going to be in there watching the game. Is there any way at 2.10 sharp you can disconnect the cable <laughs> so the game will go dark? And all we're going to see is fuzz on the television. To which he's like, yeah, no problem, man. He goes, when do you want me to turn it back on? I go, just give it a few minutes. You know, give it a 10 minutes or something like that and turn it back on. And then we're going to go from there. We'll go from there and keep playing this game of of chess with Mike and see where it gets us. So we're all in there having a good time, talking about the we're game. Watching the game. And, oh, yeah, we're not mm-hmm. even talking about our show or anything. We're just sitting in there watching Ranger Baseball. And I'm looking at the clock, and it's funny because we were kind of mentioning the show a little bit, and I was looking at it, and it was 2.10. I'm like, oh, come on. I'm just waiting. I'm just staring at the clock going, when's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? Well, it did. Crickets. You do? I'd like to, yeah. Ask him if they'll say Corby wants him. Yeah. 
I'm wearing my shirt. There oh, no. <laughs> WTF? Hey, look at me, I'm sitting in the same place you are. This is not good. This is worse than not good. Are Bob and Dan in or out? They're in. Where's the remote? Are you sitting on it? No. <laughs> this is my favorite part. This is when Mike turns his, his misguided anger at Corby. Yeah, you have no clue that I'm pulling this, but for whatever reason, you're mad at me. And Corby asks him if he's sitting on the remote, which I thought was really funny. Are you sitting on it? Like, I, uh, like, I don't know, am I? I guess I am. Yeah, I farted on it and turned the TV off. <laughs> but the look on Mike's face, you know, Danny was like, Mike was the first one to go, what the F? You know, and immediately, right after you say that, I just kind of glance over at you, and you're leering at me. Like so, it's his fault. So I'm fighting back laughter because it is me. Yeah, it is. It is me. So I'm just like going, oh, don't laugh, don't laugh, don't laugh. You're a pro, don't laugh, you know. And so then, yeah, I kind of try to deflect like, are you sitting on the remote? Where's the remote? I don't know. Are you sitting on it? No, I'm not sitting on it. Don't yell at me. God. It's just I. I'm sitting here, I right? You already today. There's well, no, I didn't do anything. There's no box. It's just straight cables. Here, so I don't know what. What? I'm just trying to turn it down. Turn it off. And back Let's on. turn it off and turn it back on again. <laughs> that That's, always yeah, works. Yeah, that'll help. <laughs> and hey, I wanted to watch Ranger baseball. I was I ready to try anything. It didn't work. Change the channel. Stop ordering me around. <laughs> Check the channel. Oh, dear. Somebody didn't pay their cable bill. No. Plausible what else is it? It's cable. Yeah. It's not a satellite. Yeah, I bet thing. it is. It's not, it's not satellite like there's interference. I'm sure we paid our bill. How are you sure that we paid yes. our bill? Why would How are you go... sure about anything of this place? Don't they? Won't they send you a thousand notices what is today? The sixth. Well, okay. Who do those notices Probably. go to? I don't know. I don't know Lou, anything. Lou Dicky. All right. Well, let's let's plan this, and then we'll find another place to watch the game. God. <laughs> what did he say at the end? Yes. All right, so he's not happy. Uh -uh. Neither are you. No, I'm not happy. I want to wrap the damn meeting up so I can find a TV. Right, so you can hit Joe Willie's. <laughs> Joe Willie's. It closed 17 years ago. All right, so we wrap up the show meeting, and we walk out of the meeting, and yeah, the t Eric had disabled every TV in here. Mm -hmm. There was nothing going on here that was working TV-wise. So... Mike's just wandering around. Well, I call Eric, and I say, turn it back on. Turn it back on. So he turns it back on, and I call Mike. I'm down there grabbing a sandwich from the Cashmere Cafe. Mm -hmm. The new deli deli. And I call Mike. I go, I go, hey, man, it's back on. Yeah, yeah, I'm in here now. Yeah, I'm, on, I'm on it. I'm on it. So then I, uh, I text Eric, and I say, in five minutes, turn it back off. <laughs> Because I know that I'll be back up there in five minutes with my sandwich. And your recorder. And my recorder, and we'll turn it back Where up. are you at this point? In the, in the in meeting the, room? Back in the meeting okay, room. Okay. Yeah, back in the meeting room. So, in I walk with my, uh, and this is on 
my deal. And I walk with uh, with sandwich, and here we go. God, it's windy. And this one is you really like sandwiches, don't you? Like, I really do. All right, he asked me. You really like sandwiches, he, don't you, little buddy? He's already. Did you see how nice he yes, is? Yes, he's in a me? great mood. <laughs> it's right. All is right Just with the minutes world. Minutes ago, change the channel. Ranger baseball is back. Yes. All is right with the world. He's so. You love sandwiches, <laughs> don't, don't you, little buddy? Don't you love her? All right, here we go. You really like sandwiches. <laughs> I really do. I really like baseball. I really like baseball. There it goes. How much do you really like baseball? So I'm unwrapping my sandwich. Yeah, loudly. Yeah, I didn't realize how loud it was going to be, but up goes Mike, and he walks out again. He just left? Yeah, he left. Where did you go? I don't know, but he came back in, and then he's messing around on his computer. Well, in the meantime, I text Eric again, and I say, give it two minutes, turn it back on for 30 seconds, uh-huh. and then turn it back off. Well, in the meantime, Mike's on the phone. Uh-huh. And so he gets done with his phone call, and immediate, right when he hangs up the phone, it comes back on. Okay. And it comes on. I'm like, hey, it's on, it's on. So he, he looks up, and it was. It took 15 seconds. He didn't even wait 30 seconds, and he unplugs it again. And all you heard, I'm like, I can't play, but all you hear is Mike go, yes, just staring at the TV, you know? <laughs> so then I text Eric, and I tell him, I go, uh, why don't you come in here and... Let us know that you called the cable people, and they told you that we didn't pay our bill. <laughs> yes. So Eric texts me back and says, okay, so here we go. On the ticket. So. Here we go. Waiting on Eric. Taking the scenic route to set up this one. Isn't Still it? waiting. Here you go. Is this him? Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So let me see. What's going on? Well, I talked to Time Warner Cable, and we didn't pay our bill. <laughs> see? You thought that was just a given, didn't you? What? All right, stop it for one second. Now... In the interim here, there have been a lot of back and forth between me and him yes. about the likelihood of this place paying its bill. Oh, yeah. Which I thought was a very real possibility. Come that on, we completely. Yeah. Completely. And so I was like, no, man, there's no way. I mean, you just pay. It, it automatically gets deducted, and nobody's nobody's writing a check. Nobody's late with a check or anything. Mm. How do we know that? But when Eric came in and said... I talked to Time Warner. We didn't pay our bill. His eyes got so big. <laughs> See? I knew it. How do you not pay your bill? Who knows how that's done around here? Probably you would think that the logical train of thought would have had that being attended to by the technical department, but you didn't do it, did you? No. Nobody up there did it. 
Maybe bookkeeping, but where are they? <laughs> so this won't come back on for at least a day or whatever. A day or two. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not only that, I'll bet nobody has any idea where to go to see about the, getting this paid. Meanwhile, Mike is running up the food chain of bill payers right. here, trying to figure He's out who this is on. completely throwing the entire company under the collective bus. he is ready to go find some <laughs> son of a bitch who didn't pay their bill. He is ready to go find him. And now he mentions a name here. That's fine. He just told us. Oh, oh, well, I guess I'm behind. I'm sorry. We had another engineer come yes. down. Now, had, was he in on this, Yeah, dude? Kern knew, too. We had another engineer come down just to reiterate that, hey, we talked to Time Warner Cable. We didn't pay our bill. <laughs> <laughs> nice fake Kern. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you do? You, what should we do? Tell Tom Daly? Mm -hmm. Well, but he Kern, just did. already talked to him. Okay. Yeah. So we're working on it. Okay. All right, dude. Well, yeah, that's it. We got our answer, didn't we? Yeah. Well done. Have fun dealing with that. Well done, indeed. Oh, and don't write a hot check. <laughs> <laughs> Good work, boys. Bless he's, you, boy. He's complimenting the engineering staff on a job well done. They didn't do anything. Way to do the research, guys, and finally figure out why the Ranger game keeps going on and off. <laughs> so sorry. So then during Why Today Doesn't Suck. You broke the news? Yeah, during Why Today Doesn't Suck, and I forgot to tell you to find this audio, but no big deal. So I had the plan of once uh, once Dan introduces us, Mike and Corby, that I would be talking on the mic, because mm -hmm. the games are all, the, the TVs are all out in here. They're all fuzz. Sure. So I simply said uh, when Dan introduced me, hey, uh, Eric Hood, if you're listening, can you turn the Ranger game back on? And less than one second later, all four TVs, the Ranger game comes on. On all four TVs. Yes. yes. To which Mike Lana looks at it, looks at me, son of a bitch. <laughs> it was a golden moment. He was just happy the game was on. Oh, That's right. And as I said, man, this is such a good time and good vibes and undefeated and just great things are happening everywhere. I knew that a little 40-minute break or 50-minute break mm -hmm. or whatever, two innings, was not going to absolutely kill him. <laughs> Although it put him in a bad way for a while, and you took it out on me. Change the channel. No, I'm not sitting on it. I don't like working with you today. Yeah, we got a lot of that. <laughs> I haven't done anything, man. I don't care. I'm like, what? No, did I he... don't like working with you today. I asked. I asked Mike. I go, what did he do to you? He goes, he showed up. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even do anything because you knew that I, if I wasn't responsible for it, I was reveling in the fact that this yes. chaos was going on. Yes. <laughs> All right. So here's the why today doesn't suck audio. At Blankenship. Oh yeah, and after being wow, here, very good. Well, after being here for approximately five months, uh -oh. and demonstrating the enormous people skills that <laughs> that this hires is... around here are known for, I met him for the first time the other night. Oh really? Yeah. This, this is about to go south. Very friendly fellow, isn't he? Nice kid. I thought so. Uh, Eric, if you could please turn the Ranger game back on. Uh, thank you. Oh, there it is. Wow, it happened. Wow, as if on cue. He hadn't figured what it out. What just happened? As if on cue. I'm looking at him. <clears throat> nice. I'm That's looking at him. That is the power of the snake. Yep. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> Was this an elaborate prank? Yeah. Of course. Why did you do a tar <laughs> Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Defeated uh, yet happy. Oh Someone stole your lunch money, but they returned it. Mm-hmm. You know?
but they only gave you back half of it. Right. So the, sorry, little buddy. So you could only hey, get milk. At least I didn't do it during, feet. like, didn't do it during opening day, where from three until six forty, you're sitting there wanting, just staring at the blank TV. Oh, that would have made me crazy. See, I, and I didn't do it during the show. I did it at a time when I knew it was about as innocuous as it could be. So. Sorry. Great. So that's supposed to make everything all right, and I'm supposed to like you now, huh? Yeah, you are. Well, I hate you more. I got the TV back on. I hate you even more. You're the reason it got shut off in the first place. Let's yeah. not focus on those things. No, focus no. Focus on who got it back on. squarely on them. All right, up next, let's talk more. Is that what we're going to do next? More Rangers baseball? Let's talk about today's game. Let's talk about today's game. All right, well, let's talk about today's game then. Good Christ. Go get some steak. The ticket. I wanted to do a segment on Rocky recently. I told Corby about this, and he thought, okay, well, if you have a Rocky segment, I want to hear it, so here it is. So about a week or two ago, when everybody was figuring out how they were going to handle quarantine and how they were going to fight boredom and things of that nature, various people in our world decided to put their you know, time to good use that they would not normally have and maybe work on projects they would never get to. I think I've probably done that. I think maybe you have, but what would you do if you worked at CompuBox? So CompuBox, of course, is the statistical agency <laughs> that basically is built around the premise of statistical, uh, uh, you know, uh, quantifying fights, right. basically, uh, they, you know, when you watch boxing or MMA, CompuBox has the ability to tell you how many jabs, how many jabs landed, how many power punches landed, you know, the percentage. And so for years and years and years, decades, they could give you actual statistical readings on every fight that's ever happened. Well, you know where this goes. Oh, man. <laughs> they, they took the Rocky series and they said... We need to apply the fights from Rocky into CompuBox. Oh, my God. To Good see Lord. statistically how these fights would look if they were real fights. Now, I'm curious how they match up to some of the really you know high-marking actual fights. You gotta remember well, the Rocky, here's the thing, Danny. you got to remember the Rocky template of showing like always the first round or two in full. Mm-hmm. And then it's just bits and pieces with a music montage. Yeah. Of yes. Five seconds of round seven, you know. Right. And... So we have limited information, you're saying. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but we do have information. Yeah. Yes. And uh, they may follow a bit of a template. Let's see. Let's see. So this is Dan Canobio, who is the son of uh, he's Bob our, Canobio. He's our only hope. <laughs> he, is. he is our only hope. Canobio. <laughs> I don't know if I'm saying that right. It looks like it, Kenobio, but uh, he is at uh, Bo- uh, CompuBox, of course, and his dad is the uh, creator of the company. So what they did is they started with Rocky One, of course, and started feeding in the fights to see what we could see. So here we'll start with Apollo Creed and Rocky Balboa One. So uh, basically, to give you a brief description of this fight, he writes, how many times have we seen this situation play out in boxing? A relative unknown gets an undeserving title shot and wilts under the pressure. That looked like the case for Rocky Balboa. 
a middle-of-the-road heavyweight fighting out of the proud city of Philadelphia, but Balboa looked completely overmatched early, spending the opening round like a fish out of water while Apollo Creed landed at will. But boxing is the theater of the unexpected. Rocky only managed to throw one punch in the first two minutes. <laughs> Lucky for him, though, it landed, one sending punch. the heavily favored favorited Creed to the canvas. <laughs> That's right. He knocked him down on his first punch. One punch in the first two minutes. Outside of the knockdown, Creed landed 21 of 25 jab attempts, <laughs> a work rate that you just don't see. The 15th round and 15th and final round played out like the 14th ended with Balboa attacking the ribs of Creed, landing a fight-high 13 body shots in the final round. Rarely do you see such dedication to the body in the late rounds. <laughs> Creed managed to throw five punches in the three minutes, but since he did enough earlier in the fight, Creed squeaks by with the win. Mm. Rocky Balboa, though, is officially on the scene. Here are the, comp here are the copy box stats from that one. Creed outlanded Rocky 25-3 to in the opening round. Creed uh, landed 21 of his 25 jabs in round one. Rocky bounced back and landed 15 punches and 13 body shots in the final round. And that's all the footage that we had. Moving on to Creed Balboa 2. Yes. This is where it gets a little more interesting. Apollo Creed was hell-bent on showing the world his first fight with Rocky Balboa was merely a fluke. Rocky, on the other hand, doesn't need this fight. He has a beautiful wife, newfound fame, glory, but like most fighters... Rocky goes broke. So in a desperate need for some cash, Rocky signs on the dotted line and the most anticipated rematch in boxing history is set. So here we go. Creed comes out and bludgeons Balboa in the opening round, outlanding him 61 to 7. <laughs> <laughs> Including something I've never seen in my years as a punch counter, 26 unanswered power shots in a row. <laughs> Power shots. <laughs> 26. Due to, the injuries, due to the injuries sustained in the first fight, injuries that would end most careers and, let's be honest, lives, <laughs> Balboa, <laughs> Balboa decides to fight in the orthodox stance. Now, remember, Rocky is a southpaw. Yeah. But he switched to orthodox. That's right. This has to be one of the worst tactical mistakes in a big-time fight. <laughs> Creed built a commanding 92-37 to 37 edge through the first six minutes. Blowout central, an old-fashioned whooping. Creed did not relent until Balboa finally comes to his senses, switches back to southpaw in the 15th round. The now, 15th this is where round. It, <laughs> yes. Now, this is where it gets nutty, though. Balboa finds his groove and not only manages to outland Creed 41-31, but sends him flying to the canvas with a massive left hand. Despite himself not even being struck with a punch, Rocky goes down, too. The referee is confused and bewildered, <laughs> has no choice but to begin to count to 10 for both men. But it's Rocky who gets to his feet at the count of nine, and it's Creed who could not. Rocky Balboa is the new heavyweight champion of all of the world. Can you imagine a scenario unfolding like that in boxing? How much talk there would be. 26 power shots in a in row. In a row, unanswered. <laughs> and in the 15th round. I like how he round, said, Rocky goes down for what reason, I have no idea. <laughs> he wasn't touched. He wasn't even touched. <laughs> he was so tired. Yeah. He was so had it. But imagine that, like, if that would have been the Fury, what's the other guy's name? 
Uh, handsome hold on. Tim. <laughs> Wilder. Wilder. Yeah. Yes, yeah, Deontay all, Wilder. Thank remember. you. That was wrong. That's Dang like, it. That feels like nine years ago, by the it way. It really does. It really does. Okay, so on to uh, Balboa and Clubber Lang. Ooh. So by this point of Rocky's career, he had it going on. He had reeled off 10 consecutive title defenses, had more money than he knew what to do with, and was about to set off on a well-deserved retirement tour. In steps Clubber Lang, a menacing, bruising young heavyweight who up until this point had knocked everybody out. Absolutely no one wants Balboa to fight this guy, so naturally he does. Even his longtime manager suffered a debilitating heart attack in the locker room moments before the fight. That could not stop Rocky from stepping through the ropes anyway. A clearly distracted Rocky enters round one. How much of a war was this fight? 71 punches were thrown in the first two frantic rounds of action. None were jabs. All 71 were power shots. <laughs> two that, guys split just, between the two of them? Yes. Two oh guys God. just winging with, uh, let's see, what does he say? He says, reminiscent of the first round of instant classic, Hagler and Hearns, when Hagler threw 81 punches in the first round, Rocky knew Lang was a killer and had to get him out quick as he landed his first 18 shots. Only thing is, Lang landed 19. Rocky Ooh. knew he was in a world of trouble. It's the second round when the scales tip drastically to Clubber Lang. He blitzes the helpless Balboa, outlanding him 30-1. to one. <laughs> And the 30th was one of the most brutal knockout punches in heavyweight history. Boxing has a new heavyweight champion. His name is Clubber Lang. Okay. Oh, man. On to the rematch. Check this out. This is uh, Balboa Lang 2. So the end of Rocky 3? Yes, yes. In the heavy, heavily anticipated rematch, Rocky has another genius game plan. He decides his best path to victory is to blitz Lang early, open himself up for uh, punishment, and hope his opponent exhausts himself from punching him in the face too many times. <laughs> in the face. Balboa does what he's done so many times in his career. He bamboozles his opponent the Ooh. first moment the bell rings. He outlands Lang 32 to nothing in the first minute of the opening round. 32 guttural blows to the ribs and the head of Clubber Lang. In the midst of this breathtaking round, Rocky sends a, sets a new CompuBox record, landing 49 of 51 jabs. <laughs> <laughs> so great. It's at this point Balboa implements his bold strategy and Lang cooperates. Clubber throws 92 consecutive punches, sending poor Rocky flailing like a fish out of water. Two vicious knockdown knockdowns later, one of which wasn't even counted by the ref. Rocky was the champ, right has the champ right where he wants him. Balboa never won for defense, eludes 10 straight punches from Lang as he smells blood in the water. His final barrage looks like this. 76 out of 82 punches for a 93% accuracy, 40 of 45 power punches, 19 of 20 jabs landed, 17 of 17 body shots landed. Rocky gets his title back. Order is restored in the world. Thank God. Yes. Do we have time for, yeah, do we yeah. have time for Drago? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I'll do this one last one, the Drago. We won't get to the fight against... Mason Dixon. No, avoid that one. Okay. Here's uh, Balboa Drago. With a whole country behind him and the Cold War animosity lurking in the air, Ivan Drago had uh, has no desire to let his title shot with Rocky Balboa go past round one. 
The Russian built of iron by Rocky's own admission used his va- vast reach advantage to land 71% of his jabs, keeping the American off balance and bewildered. Drago landed 61 total punches in that frame. Rocky only managed to fire off 20 punches total. Utter domination. The fight took a turn in round two when Rocky, who had absorbed 91 punches to this point, finally connects on a right hand to open up a cut above the brow of Drago. Balboa pounces, lands 17 of 18 after the cut. Back and forth they went for 12 rounds. The two men answered the bell for the 15th, and just when you thought Drago was going to waste Balboa, Rocky used the final 60 seconds of the fight to land 36 unanswered blows, (laughs) temporarily removing Drago from his senses to retain his title and win over the coldest of crowds in the process. He made... 36 direct punches in 60 in seconds. All power punches yes. from the tips of his toes to the swinging, face. Yes, to his face. Yes. Uh-huh. The key stats of this fight, two illegal takedowns, two melees. Drago lands 61 of 72 total punches in round one after landing 91 punches. Rocky swings the fight with the cut. Then Rocky lands 17 of 18 after the cut, and in the 15th round, he lands 36 of 37 power punches what a man. to defeat Drago. And those are your CompuBox numbers of Rocky Balboa's key title fights, gentlemen. And that's why he's our greatest champion. No denying I, it. I, I, there's no denying it whatsoever. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. The ticket. Get, Get ready for an all-new all Hardline, Hardline segment. segment. It's time to step into... The Snake Pit. And now, with something completely over the top, the host and star of The Snake Pit, Snake. I watched the trailer. Dude. Dope, huh? Yeah, it's dope. (laughs) Here's Snake. Thank you. We got Charlize Theron and Helen Mirren to sign on to that. They're in that? Yeah. It looks like it. How many trailers are there? I guess I didn't see that one. We better watch another one. Yeah. Speaking of F9. F9 is not brought to you by the laws of physics either. No, it is not. Don't it worry is not. about that. Yeah. Jeez. All right. So Friday night, I don't know what you guys were up to, but I went to dinner with uh, the wife and the children. It was just lovely and and uh, just a wonderful family outing. Did you guys go to CeCe's? Uh, I don't even know where we went, to be honest with you. But we came home, and we're sitting around, and uh, the kids are watching South Park, which hold that thought for later on in the week. (laughs) And I'm looking at my phone, and uh, I see, whoa, we may have a no-hitter. And at the time, it was the seventh inning of the Rangers-Padres game. And so... I was like, I'm turning this on. I want to see this if it goes down. Nine outs away from a no-hitter. Heck yeah. So the kids are down there in the main TV room watching watching South Park. And I was like, give me the remote. I'm changing this. If you guys want to go somewhere and watch whatever, do it somewhere else. But I ain't going in your room to watch TV. Were they cool with that? Yeah, they were fine. But they so I was. They were like, what? What's going on? I was like, it's it's uh, the Rangers are getting ready to be no hit. And there's a blank look on both their faces now. I'll set the scene up by telling you that my oldest quit playing baseball in third grade. He hated it. It was the one sport he absolutely hated. He just thought it was boring. He didn't like standing around, waiting for something to happen. He needed the immediacy of 
basketball or tennis or football or something like that. He couldn't handle it. And so some kids were that way, and he was like, I don't want to play anymore. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to force you to play anything. Was Uncle Mike okay with this? Uncle Mike frowned on this decision from young from young Isaac. So it, he's now 15. All right? So this is it is he's had a seven-year gap or something like that from the last time that he played baseball. And you'll hear he hasn't changed his thoughts about baseball much. <laughs> so my youngest, though, is a fan. And, um, a fan of the baseball? Yeah. Okay. Not only is he a fan, he pitches. All right? Now, he didn't, he didn't play this year. He's not playing this year. Um, TJ? Yeah, he's got Tommy John. <laughs> Uh, there he goes. It's kind of COVID related and team related, whatever. But anyway, he's played. He's been very good, and he's been a blast to watch. And he's he's a good little pitcher. Again, he's a pitcher. He can throw some strikes. Yeah, yeah. That's all you need. So as I'm telling them that the Rangers are getting ready to be no hit, I've got one kid looking at me. <laughs> like, I don't care. <laughs> right. And I got the other kid looking at me like going, well, what's the big deal? And so as I start to explain the significance of a no-hitter, I, I come to realize that they have no idea what I'm talking about. Right. And I could not believe it. You're speaking a language that they do not comprehend. No. And one plays the sport. And then I'm like, I'm getting so mad, and I'm looking at them, and I'm thinking in my head, what age did I know what a no-hitter was? Dang. I think it was four. I, it was pretty young. Right? Absolutely. You're fully aware of what a no-hitter is and the significance of it and the rarity of it mm-hmm. and all of it. And uh, so I immediately grabbed my phone, all right? Mm-hmm. And I hit the record button. And we just start from scratch. Awesome. Now, luckily, I didn't expect this amount of gold. About 10 seconds in, in walks my wife. Yes. To clear everything up? Yeah. <laughs> to make everything. <laughs> to, br- to bring some adult expertise into the conversation. Yeah. So here is me. What an S show this is going to be. I can't wait. I'm so happy. L- let's. I don't know if you guys know what I do for a living. A sports talk radio show, and this is my family. Awesome. All right? Here we go. Mike, what's a no-hitter? Bro, I'm not answering that. (laughs) What's a no-hitter? I'm not answering that. (laughs) So he is kicked back on the couch and just looks over to me, and he's like, bro, (laughs) I'm not answering. Mike, what's a no-hitter? Bro, I'm not answering that. What's a no-hitter? I'm not answering that. <laughs> I know how this goes. Come on, dude. What's a no-hitter? Can I'm not answer answering it? that. Can I, answer I don't it? watch baseball. I'm not answering yes, that. Am I allowed to answer it? What's a no-hitter? Not hitting a single trip or double, triple, or home run. And okay. So Van, the pitcher, says it's not no one getting a double, triple, or home run. Okay. Kind of left off the single part of it all. But he was closer than the other one. Or at least warm, or at least participating in our quiz. Yeah. Triple or home run. A no hitter. 
And here comes the yes. wife. Yes. <laughs> and now the star of the show. Triple or home run. A no hitter. Yeah. What? what you, okay, wait, Van. Say it again. They haven't hit a single double, triple, or home run. Uh huh. No hitter means when the pitcher strikes everybody out. No, that's not hits. what a no hitter means, Mom. <laughs> wait. What is it? He said when a pitcher yeah. strikes or he nobody hits off of him. It's a no hitter. Right. He strikes everyone out. He either strikes them out or they just. They, or he walks them, but they still don't hit. Can he walk them? What if they hit the ball? Then, then it's not a no-hitter. Right? Right. So if they just hit the ball, then the no-hitter is over, right? If they just hit it and it goes back to the pitcher and the pitcher throws them out, then that's not a no-hitter anymore? So Van is back to the mom. You're stupid, but no, it's a double, triple, or a home run. He's you can very as many singles as you want. Yeah, he's yeah. very confident in his poor information. Right. Yeah. So a no hitter means they can hit the ball, but just not make it to first base. They can't make it. A Anywhere? double, a triple, or a home run. What about a single? Getting the first yeah, they can have a single. They can? Yeah, but they don't the single, so they can't. At this point, my head, I can't believe what I'm hearing. Are you hearing. Like calling your lawyer at that point? <laughs> right? yeah, I cannot believe what I'm hearing. They can have a single. They can? Yeah, but they don't go past the single, so they can't go to second base, basically. So then how is that a no-hitter? What the f*** is going on in my household right now? <laughs> Why would you not include a single in there? Of course, a single breaks a up hit. a no-hitter. Right. Yes, it's a hit. It's a hit. So a no-hitter meaning nobody gets on base, nobody hit, nobody hits. A no-hitter. Wait, they, you told me they haven't had a single double or, or a triple. Okay, why, why are you asking this? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we all smoked weed and we're sitting here in a circle talking about no-hitters. I you told me they got question. a single. I'm being smart. I'm not even answering. No, I did not. <laughs> yes, you did. You said they had a no hitter. Hang on. A no hitter means because the no Padres are getting ready to no. no the Padres are getting ready to no hit the Rangers. A no hitter means. Can I? Can I tell you something? What? It's baseball. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> That's true too. All right. The end. We need that as a drop. That's Look, the, here's the deal. Segment it's name. baseball and no one cares. <laughs> That's the end of the conversation. He ended it. He went and back to South Park. never said a word the whole time. He's just sitting back on the couch, <laughs> leaning back, just looking at all of this. I'm screaming. I'm cussing. My wife's trying to explain some cockamamie idea of her version of it. My dumb kid is Claiming like... that everybody's high on weed. <laughs> right. My kid is like, no, she can't get a double or a triple or whatever. And then... A no-hitter means... Can I, can I tell you something? What? It's baseball. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, too. All right. The end. Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. See, you need to explain to your family what a hit is before... 
See, they got way ahead of themselves. They don't even understand what it means to get a hit. Right. No. That's a whole other topic. I mean, the little guy does because... No, he didn't. He thought a single wasn't but, a hit. But that's, the, that's what I can't figure out. And again, it, it speaks to me. I feel like... I feel like I'm a horrible parent in situations like this. Well, you dropped an F-bomb and yeah, your wife's you referencing s- marijuana, so well, I don't know. I, mean, I think you're both that. parents you of the year. I'm talking about just as far as, like, my kids don't know what a no-hitter is and they're 30. You know? Like, well, I don't get that. Is it me your or house, is it... Your, first of all, your house sounds amazing. Is I it mean, me or is it them? Uh, like, did your... If, did your no, they wouldn't know. They I, wouldn't know. I could go ask them tonight. I, you know, I, I even turned it on. And that is your mission. I probably should. What is a no-hitter? Like, explain it. Does your wife know? These are all good questions. <laughs> <laughs> These are all really all right. good questions. Does yours? Yes. She knows what a no-hitter is. Yes, she does. She's sporty. Audrey? I can find out, but I think she does. Okay. I, again, my wife is sportsy. She enjoys the concept of sports, and I just thought this was like knowing the- who Babe Ruth is. You just know intrinsically what this is just right. because you're alive that's right no the we can go do this but i'm telling you we can't beat that that's incredible <laughs> you got the youngest one telling mom she's stupid uh-huh. got mom talking about we sound like we all been smoking pot <laughs> you got the oldest one who knows what's going on who knows it's going to be on the radio so he's just like i'm sitting this out man <laughs> you guys can talk about whatever you want i'm just gonna sit over here and not talk Amazing. Oh, boy. What an amazing display that was. <laughs> yeah. Well, that there was, you go. That was worth the wait. It's like, a, the... it's like a sitcom that I wasn't allowed to watch when I was a kid. Seriously. <laughs> His household. Like, how far does my house make it? Uh, the kids are in there watching South Park by themselves is where, <laughs> That's I'm, where it's I'm already out. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. already out. You're not watching that filth. Gosh, love Corby's house so much. That's great. <sighs> There's no hitter talk.